This is the Show Up Show, helping coaches, service providers, leaders, and entrepreneurs to master showing up to build their brand, authority, and grow their business. Whether it's showing up on social media, in front of an audience, on a live interview, or an actual stage, this podcast is going to help you overcome visibility fear to confidently brand yourself as the authority in your industry. I'm Joanne Chan, aka the Confidence and Visibility Queen, and I am on a mission to share how I went from a nobody to the confident leader I am today, what I have learned and what I have done to build my brand and business from scratch and help you do the same so that you can make an impact in the world with the meaningful work that you do. Whether you are new to the business world or feeling unsure about public visibility or you want to be seen and heard in a way that doesn't feel icky but authentic to you, you will discover how to become visible in your own unique way and show up as the confident entrepreneur you have always dreamed about becoming. Now, it's time to get you show up and be confidently visible so you can easily attract more clients and opportunities for yourself. Our special guest today has more than 15 years of marketing experience working with one of the top brands in the world, all the way down to solopreneurs just starting out. Her passion is making sure that marketing expertise is affordable and accessible to all businesses. She loves teaching people how to grow their email list and add value to their audiences. She learned a lot of hard lessons in building her business, so she's addicted to sharing her knowledge to make sure that others don't make the same mistake. So guys, Help me a welcoming the marketing strategist and consultant helping entrepreneurs do better marketing with an ROI, Kendra Coleman. Hi, thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited to be here. So excited to have you here to talk about email marketing. So the first question I have is a lot of people are saying your marketing is that, you know, who read their email. So tell us why marketing isn't that. So email marketing isn't dead, partially because I think the more people say it, the less it's dead. <laughs> people live in their email. I think the average person checks their email like every five to 15 minutes. <laughs> it's right. Yeah, me too. And it's, it's crazy. I think it's 99% of people with a mobile device check their email on it. Mm -hmm. Email is a way that we're used to communicating and you know, yes, some of the younger generation aren't necessarily in their email as much as some of us are, um, older people, but they, it's still a effective and efficient way to grow your business. Um, I think the last number that I saw was it has a $42 return on investment for every dollar you spend on it. Nothing else has that kind of ROI. So why did you start to what you know why did you start to uh, specialize in email marketing? What got you started? Mostly it was people saying, "Oh, I don't want to send emails because I'm bothering people," or they were talking about the fact that email marketing was dead or well, I get too many emails anyway, so I don't want to send any emails. And I was dealing with people that we're just missing an entirely 
huge category and tactic inside the marketing world because they were worried about bothering people and not staying top of mind. And then they would start to say things like, okay, I'll do it. Oh, but I, I don't have anybody on my list and I don't, so, you know, I guess I'll wait until I get more people. And it was always this, like putting this off, putting it off, putting it off. And they were missing out on business. And when I started working with people on their email marketing, it was amazing how their business would grow. When I was the marketing director at H.W. Kaufman Group, um, it's insurance wholesalers. It's not super sexy. But when they would send emails, they got business. Every time they send an email, it didn't even matter what the email was about for the most part. It kept them top of mind and people replied with business. And in the world of insurance, you know, at least here in, um, in the States, it's very much about um, staying top of mind in the wholesale, it's business to business service. And if you're top of mind, you get the business. Yeah. Yeah. I always tell my students as well, you know, people, you know, like when it comes to branding, marketing and visibility, it's not so much that the goal is not so much that people will buy from you right away, right? It's more of, you know, um, making, building the awareness so that when they are ready to buy, you'll be the one who comes to their mind. So, you know, and the the fact is, the truth is most people are not ready to buy right away. They have to do their research. They have to go survey, you know, try out a few things on their own, like watch a bunch of, a bunch of YouTube videos trying to do it themselves, right? So before they are ready to invest in like a mentor, a business, um, you know, like whatsoever. So I love that you met, just mentioned that a lot of people are waiting to 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 grow their list so that they don't do anything about it. So, but the list isn't going to grow if they are not going to do anything about it. So what is the best way to grow our email list? So for service providers, coaches, consultants, the best way to grow your list is usually through a lead magnet, providing people with value. So again, going back to the people that don't like to email because they're worried they're bothering people, you're not bothering people. You're giving them value. As long as you're providing value, you're not bothering anybody. They want to hear from you because they don't know what you know. And sharing some of that insight and information like um, a checklist, a how-to guide where they pay for it with their email address has so much value. And again, it gives them an insight into the value that you can add to them by joining your email list. And I'm a hundred percent with you on, again, people aren't ready to buy immediately. So they start to build that no like, and trust factor through email once you give them value in exchange for their email address. They're paying for it, right? They're paying with their email address because I'd say sometimes I think I would rather pay $5 than give someone my email address, right? Um, it's value. It's, it's valuable to me to let you into my inbox. And so if you give me value through a checklist, a white paper, um, Frequently asked questions, swiped files, um, resources, your favorite productivity apps. I mean, just think about all of the stuff you do in your everyday business and take a piece of it 
and give it away. Mm, okay. You know, sometimes we give away things that people don't want. So they never download it, they never open it, they never use it. So how do we create a, a lead magnet that our audience will love and will use, will, you know, we can benefit from it? Oh, I love that question. So it's really about the finding out where they are in their journey. Okay. Because I was just working with a client and I've got a VIP to a day with them coming up and their customer's not aware that their product exists because they're one of a kind. It's a brand new way of doing things. And most of their customers aren't aware that they have a problem. That's really hard to make sure that people are aware that they have a problem. But I use things like, you know, again, if most people that we deal with know that they have a problem, right? They've identified the fact that they have a problem and they want to solve it. They're just not sure how. And it might come down to YouTube videos and online research at the beginning. But then they realize, okay, I need more help. So when you know what problem or what questions they're asking, what you're doing is you're creating a lead magnet that's going to get them from where they're at, which is what they want, to understanding what they need, which is your services. And that lead magnet, the goal is to get them from that, that point of wanting something and then realizing that they need you. And you can do that by showcasing your knowledge and information and meeting them where they're at, answering the questions that they have at that point. Maybe it's a product comparison. Maybe it's frequently asked, you know, answering questions. That's my favorite. What are the questions you get asked most in your business? You know, think about those. And if you can provide an answer to those, that's value. And that's where you get a lead magnet that people want because people are Googling and searching for questions. They're searching for answers to questions. And so you always want to start with questions. Answerthepublic.com is a great place to go. I don't know if you've used it, but it is a great place to search for questions that people are searching on the internet. You can only get one free search a day, but it's an amazing place to find questions people are searching for the answers to. Mm -hmm. Provide them the answer. Yeah, yeah. I use Ask Public Platform is that um in the beginning of my coaching business when I first started out, I, you know, so that was one of the tools I use. But now, you know, just do your own research, you know, just talk to your clients, talk to your ideal clients. It's simple, right? Don't complicate things, guys. I love that. Yes. Yeah. Ask questions, do interviews. That research is so important. So important, right? I mean, if you don't, it's a pain in the butt. It's not an easy way to do it. You know, it does take a little bit of work, but when you do it and you get those insights, it's huge. hundred percent. hundred percent. Yeah. I'm so glad that we're on the same page. <laughs> so you mentioned about people don't want to send email because they feel like they are bothering them, right? So how often should we send this? The question that I also have, you know, how often should we send an email to our list? So that's a great question. Um, and 
It depends. Like I have a client that if they send more than once every four weeks, they get people unsubscribing. They just don't have, they're not sending enough value and what their clients or what their email list wants to see, they don't have enough of that to share more than every four weeks. And that's okay because that's as much as people want to interact with them. It still keeps them top of mind and it works. I send emails once a week because part of my business is an online business. Um, I get emails from Marketing Profs, which is a marketing education site, and I get them from them daily. I delete 90% of them, but it stays top of mind to the point where I can tell you I get their emails daily. And every now and again, something resonates with me. So it's going to depend on what you can do consistently, how often you need to email for your business, like while you're still adding value. Mm -hmm. But again, that consistency is key. So if you can't create weekly content, you cannot send weekly emails. If you can create one blog post a month or two blog posts a month, then you can email more often because again, you want to be providing value. What kind of metrics do you use when it comes to measuring, you know, the success in when it comes to email marketing? What, what are we looking out for exactly? So that's another great question because everybody I talk to is like, oh, I've got this open rate. I'm like, that doesn't really mean anything anymore. So the Apple iOS 15 update went and basically pre-opens everybody's emails. And I, I think it's something like 90% of people that have the Apple iOS 15 update, which rolled out in September of 2021, maybe. Um, so again, it's been out for a while now. And the I think 90% of people have opted in to this pre-opening. It's part of Apple's privacy protection mm. and it's their mail privacy protection program. And what it is, is it's not letting us see when they open it, if they open it, what device they open it on, how often they open it. All of those things we used to get when they would download the images. Okay. So unfortunately, open rates and anything that's a percentage of open rates are no longer valid. So you want to be looking at things like the number of clicks, not click rate, because click rates a percentage of opens. So you want to look at your deliverability, how many were delivered, how many were blocked as spam, things like that. You want to make sure you have good deliverability. You want to make sure you've got, a, you're getting clicks. So if people are not interacting with your emails and not clicking, they're not really doing anything for you, right? Um, and then you want to look at your unsubscribes. You want to make sure that you're sending value that people are finding valuable, that they want to hear from you. That's important, right? And so if they're unsubscribing, that means that they're not finding value with what you're sending, which might be a signal to you to make some changes and edits. Um, but those are some of the biggest ones to do. And then I look at my overall list growth. Am I trending up or am I trending down? Those indications let me know how my content is doing and how my client's content is doing. How do we fix that then? You know, when people are not clicking on our emails, you know, uh, they open, but, you know, we cannot know. So right now, how we measure it is by clicks and um, people unsubscribing. So how do we fix that? Like, how do we make sure that we are sending because I really want people to understand what does value even mean? You know, what does value even mean? I'm going to go back to what you said. Talk to your ideal client. Okay. Interview them. Find out what's important. Think about the questions that they're asking you 
Or, you know, again, I call it like, you know, pick things up off the cutting room floor. So what are the scraps or, that are coming out of what you're creating for your clients? You know, are you having a conversation with somebody about Facebook ads? We'll just, I'm going to make this up. And if you're having a conversation with them about Facebook ads and how they can, they can grow their business, what were the questions that they were dealing with? What were the, what were they struggling with? And answer those questions or provide those tips and provide that insight and information. You know a ton of stuff, right? You are an expert at what you do. And therefore, providing insights and your expertise is really what that value is. Answering those questions, giving people insights and a piece of your expertise is really what makes a difference. Yeah, I love it. Totally. Um, so how do we, because we also have like social media, you know, um, a lot of things to do as entrepreneurs, online business owners. So how do we integrate? Because I always see a lot of people that don't, they have Instagram, they have TikToks, they have LinkedIn, they have Facebook, but they don't have an email list, right? They don't send emails to their, their followers or their audience. So how do you integrate email marketing with other marketing channels like YouTube or, you know, Instagram and content marketing? So I love it. And I'm sure you've heard this before and probably said it before, but social media is rented land. You own email marketing. So Facebook goes down, Instagram goes down. You can't access those people. I don't care how many followers you have on TikTok or Instagram or Facebook. It doesn't matter because you can't get a hold of them. Email marketing, you own that list. If you want to start with constant contact and go over to ConvertKit or wherever you want to go, you can do that because you can just export those lit, those contacts and then import them into a new system. You can't do that with the social media networks. So if Meta decides to shut the doors tomorrow, there are a lot of businesses that are going to be hurting, right? Yeah. So I think it really comes down to, I view social media as a way to funnel people into my email list. That is a great place to talk about your freebies, to have some videos, to your goal is to get the people that like and follow you to join your email list so that you own that relationship and can build even stronger no like and trust with them i think i think it's my my own observation i think a lot of people don't don't build their email list they work so hard to build their followings your know, instagram tiktok is because email email marketing you have to buy the software right to store your list to send out an email and it's a cost they see it as a cost a business cost what would you say about that so again, there's a $42 return on investment for every dollar you spend. So first off, it's an investment, not a cost, because it has a return, okay? That's important to keep in mind. And then I would say you can find inexpensive places to go. So ConvertKit is free up to the first thousand subscribers. The only thing it doesn't do is it won't do automations, which I think are important if you're growing your email list um, on the free plan. Most of the email systems free plans don't do that. Constant Contact's got a free 30 or 60 day trial. Most of them have um, free trials of some level. So, and they've got 
low costs for a low number of subscribers because the costs are based on the numbers of subscribers. So as you grow your list, your costs are actually going to go up and you're going to look forward to paying it because you have a list that's generating you revenue. Yeah. So what if people have a list right now and it's not generating revenues for them? So that tells me you have the wrong people on your list. <laughs> okay. So I had this when I shifted my business. So I had a business where I was doing marketing as an outside, um, and I still do it, as an outsourced marketing department, right? And so I was doing it all for them, but I couldn't scale that. So I moved to more um, consulting, coaching type thing for marketing specifically and have an email marketing course. That shift, my email list wasn't working for me. And the reason why is because all those people wanted done for you marketing that were on my list, they didn't want to do it themselves. I didn't have a do it yourself audience on my list. And so I had to tweak my freebies and, and start really promoting things to draw in a target that wanted to do it for themselves, not the ones that wanted me to do it for them. And so I would say a lot of times you're going to end up with some freebie seekers on your list and they're not going to buy from you. Um, sometimes it's just about nurturing. Um, I think you have to give anything that you do in marketing at least 18 months. 18 months is a really good period of time to know if something's working or not um, and to see if people are coming back. Um you know, I would say you can go as little as a year on something like email marketing because it's an investment in building relationships. But 18 months is really where you start to see everything come together and you're like, oh my gosh, wait, I just sent out an email about this new product or new service I'm doing. And all of these people want to sign up for it or they're signing up for my webinar in droves because that's the point where like that word of mouth just grows and grows and grows and grows and you get huge returns. But again, I think you need to clean up your list um, if you're not getting business from it and start looking at your freebies, your downloadables, whatever it is that you're giving people. Start taking a look at that and see, does it apply to the people I'm trying to attract? And again, you did your research, right? You called them, you did interviews, you really understand your market. Is this still speaking to them? And then bring them in that way. Mm, I love it. Yeah, clear out your list. You know, the way I see, of course, I also get people to, uh, you know, unsubscribe to my, uh, from my email list. I see them as a, you know, they are just not my ideal clients. And it's good for me that they are living, you know, it's like, so that, you know, I increase my, you know, my numbers. But, you know, when you talk about 15, 18 months to really see something to test your material, your strategy, I see a lot of people, they, are, they might be, you know, thinking, oh my God, that's too long. You know, I can't wait that long because if they don't see certain results, they just feel, you know, uh, demoralized and they want to give out. So 18 months, that seems, that sounds long, right? It is. It is a long time. And I'm not saying you can't test and that you won't see success along the way. I'm saying 18 months is where you'll really start to see things rocketing up um, beyond what that is. And I get it. It's hard. It's hard to wait. But you have to make that commitment to that because as you were saying earlier, people don't necessarily want to buy from you right away. Yeah. They don't know you well enough 
to make that investment or to really realize that they're not going to be able to fix it themselves with YouTube videos, right? And so because they have to make that that transition Mm -hmm. that you're helping them with through your regular emails and your consistent emails, you're going to help them transform and realize that they need you. But that doesn't happen overnight. For some people, it might take a month. For some people, it might take them 12 months. And then, oh, by the way, they're going to forward your email that has such great value and insights and answering the questions that they're dealing with to their friends and people that they know that can benefit from your advice. And then they sign up for your email list and it just grows and it grows to a point where, again, you, you start making money every time you send an email asking about business. The other issue is that a lot of people don't want to sell. They are afraid of selling, you know, so they don't even sell at all. So they just keep adding value, sending value, right? Sending previous. <laughs> that's how, that's why their, their email list is not generating revenues, obviously, right? So think about yourself and the value that your service provides, right? So you provide coaching um, and, and consulting and are helping people with their visibility, right? That's something that they need. They need that help. They need your expertise and your advice and your insights and your lessons learned. You asking somebody to sign up for your program or for a meeting with you is not selling. It's letting them know that you're available to give them your expertise. Yes, you charge for it, but you just have to think about it not as selling, but as providing them the option to make themselves better. That's my favorite part. Yeah, yeah. I always say selling is service, you know, selling is service because if you are not selling to your audience, your your I mean your ideal clients who are waiting for a solution to help them get unstuck or whatsoever, then you are not helping them at all, right? Yes. Doing them a huge disservice. Isn't it true? Right. Yeah. Yeah. So it's how you see. I think it all comes down to fear again. Like if there is an another underneath fear beneath it right and it's unconscious so it's your job to find out what are you truly afraid of right what happened if yourself maybe it's fear of rejection right you don't like hearing no from people so so yeah well and again email is an easy way to sell you can you can add value you can create all that content that you want to create that's that's telling them about the value that you're going to add to them right that's helping them get closer and closer to wanting to work with you And if you're hesitant to sell, then add a PS, you know, I'll say something like, have a great rest of your day, Kendra. And then I'll go PS, by the way, you know, I've opened up VIP spots for May. And if you're interested in applying, click here. It's not hard sell, right? They want to know more. Or if you want to know more, set up a 15 minute consultation with me, whatever that next step happens to be for them. You can do that and it's not selling. Like it doesn't feel like selling. It's not, it doesn't have to be yucky. Mm. Okay. Just figure out how you want to ask for that business and give them the opportunity to do it. Because if you don't ask, someone else might. And they're going to be like, oh, I didn't realize you did that. <laughs> that is a tragedy. So you know, I'm sure you also have something like, you know, for if you want to send a sales e- email, you have to send out at least like five value emails, something like that. So it's the 80-20 rule. 
It's the same thing with social media posts, things like that. 80% of the time you should be adding value and 20% of the time selling. That's what you really want to focus on and where you want to go with it because then people don't feel like they're being oversold all the time, right? I had a friend of mine, he's like, hey, how'd that thing go that you were selling? Because I sent a bunch of emails. Well, he remembers it because I only do it a couple times a year. And so he's like, okay, I got a bunch of extra emails from you. But he remembered. He remembered what I was doing, why he got the emails. And so if someone had asked him a question, he probably would have sent them to me because I was very much top of mind. And so again, 80-20, 80% value, 20% selling. And that's, again, that goes for your social media posts too. You know what I mean? If you do... I'd say one out of every five posts, you could go ahead and do selling and promoting your products or services, whereas the other four days a week or, you know, those are the ones that you want to just be adding value. So thank you for joining us today and sharing so generously with my audience. Um, tell my audience where they can find you online. So if you are looking for ways to grow your list, you can go to KendraCorman.com and I've got um, 30 days of social post ideas, ways to grow your list and more available there. So KendraCorman.com, it's K-E-N-D-R-A-C-O-R-M-A-N.com. All right, guys, I hope you're learning a lot just like me, learning a lot from today's episode. If you have any questions, you know where to find us. You can send us an email or message or leave a comment below and we will get back to you. Anything about email marketing, if there are any questions, I'm sure Kendra will be happy to answer your question. Uh, make sure you visit the show note below and find all the resources that we have for you. You can find all the links in the show note below uh, to connect with me, learn more about how to overcome your visibility fear to confidently brand yourself as an authority for Follow me on Instagram at Joy and Chan Coaching. And remember to subscribe to our podcast so you never miss another juicy episode. Until next time, keep showing up. Success doesn't show up for you until you show up and pursue your own success. Thank you for listening to the Show Up Show with me, Joy and Chan. If you want to create more confidence, visibility, and authority in your business, send me a message on Instagram at Joy and Chan Coaching. DM me the word show up and I will send you my free signature training, Visibility Creates Possibilities, that you can watch right away to start exploding your visibility today.